This is Donna Otto, and we are talking about the season of Christmas. We were together a few days ago, and I said, don't forget Thanksgiving. Don't forget Thanksgiving, a time to give thanks, a time to remember what God has done this year, a time to talk about gratefulness, a time to let your children describe what they are grateful for, even if it's surprising to you the things they will say. Today, I want to talk to you about gift giving, gift giving. It's a part of the commercial part celebration, commercial celebration of Christmas. And for years, we've talked about, do we give gifts? Do we not give gifts? Do we give gifts to many people, to few people? My husband and I have had various takes on gift giving throughout the decades of our marriage. And we still believe that it is a very holy time and that we are always preparing for his birth and the celebration of his birth and the 12 days of Christmas that follow the celebration of his birth. But we are also in a time where we have opportunity to, if I want to say show gratitude, maybe it's show gratitude, but it's definitely being having an opportunity to remember people who um, may not celebrate the same way we do and are very accustomed to gift giving and gift receiving. And we don't want to miss an opportunity to give gifts to people in our world. But we also don't want to go way overboard. So there are two things that we've done, and I'm going to start here, and then I'm going to go through a list of really my favorite gifts to give, um, easy gifts to give, homemade gifts to give. But the two things that we've done is we have purchased for many years, 15 years, something that says thankful or grateful for a number of years, Crate and Barrel, the department store, Crate and Barrel, which is really a kitchen home household store, have produced one or two items that arrive in October in their stores, and it has the word grateful on it or thankful on it. One year, it was a small little cookie plate. It said Thank- Thanksgiving. Uh, One year it was napkin ring holders that said thankful, and they were $4.95 each. Um, The prices are very low, somewhere between $5 and $20. And we found that making the gesture of a gift during the week of Thanksgiving, the week that leads into the 1st of December, did two things. One, it really helped us to say thank you. Thank you for all you do, the postman. Thank you for all the extra packages you bring to our house, the mail that comes because of the ministry. Thank you. And these items say thank you. And sometimes they're the first gifts they get. And, you know, it's not a bottle of syrup, uh, 
they bought at the grocery store and they gave two days before Christmas. So it, it has an opportunity for you to set the stage. It also does something for us personally, and that is that that list of people, our gifts are already delivered. So when December 1st rolls around, our gifts are already delivered. The second thing I want to say about early gifts is consider giving gifts that are family gifts. And for 30 years, the ministry has been providing an Advent candle, a single candle. It is not the celebration of the four candles, which we'll talk about on our next podcast when we talk about Christmas Christian customs. But this is a candle that uh, says Merry Christmas on the bottom of it, and it has the creche scene, the manger scene, and then it has 1 through 24. And you set it inside of a candle holder. They cost $10. And we provide a Celebrate Simply, which is 25 days in December, a portion of scripture to read. And we have given this single piece of paper and this $10 candle in a cellophane bag for 30 years to families, to family after family, and now family's next generation. It's, it's a wonderful gift. We are glad, we're, we're thrilled to give it to people. And more than that, we are delighted that it's as inexpensive as it is and still as significant in Christian tradition. And then on the very organizational side of it, those are all mailed, given, in families' hands by December 1st. So that portion of our gift-giving is done. And I'm sorry if that sounds a little crass, but I, I like it being done. I like it being done inexpensively. I like it being done inexpensively. I like it being done with Christian tradition behind it. So think of things that you can give that are family gifts and that you can give early in the month of December. I have a couple more of those that the ministry makes available and has made available off and on for the last 30 years. We always have a children's book, one children's book that we recommend. And before I finish this show, which will be a little longer, I'm going to read through a list of probably 25 of the books that I have recommended through the year. But this year, we're looking at a book called The Children of the King by Max Lucado. It is a charming story, and it is about a family who's been displaced from their parents, and the five children are learning to understand what it means to be a child of the king, the king who we're about to celebrate's birthday. The second thing that I have is called the Big Advent Book. And it's big because it's big and it's heavy. And it's one of those books that have card uh, pages. You know, they're cardboard, board books, they call them. Sometimes I'm trying to say it to you in as many words to describe it. The book itself is probably 10 by 14. And inside, there's a pop-up. Inside every page for December 1 through December 25. And the authors of this book, Jack and Kathy Stockman, have signed each book individually. And each one of the drawings 
with a door that opens up were hand done by the Stockman family. It's an exquisite book. It is not inexpensive, but it's a lifetime gift. I've given it to a number of families when they got married, couples when they got married. Um, it's a one-time purchase. And then the You Are Special Today plate. We always have these available through the ministry. They're really fun to get at Christmas if you've never had one because they're red. And the plate came as an idea really from the royalty of Europe who had many sets of dishes. And when you came as a guest to their castles and their homes, you were the guest had a different set of china. So your cup and saucer, your dinner plate, your salad plate, your dessert plate, that china was different than everybody else's china. I don't know about you. I have my mother-in-law's china, and I don't have more sets than one. So I don't think when you come to my house, I'm going to be able to do that. Well, 30 years ago, um, a company in Kansas City created this plate called the You Are Special Plate. Wischerspock is the name of their company. And they cost about $40. We sell them for a little less at the ministry. And it says, You Are Special Today. They're red, and they're designed to create family traditions, just like the royalty did, only this red plate is brought out to remember someone's birthday or someone's special accomplishment or an, an anniversary or Christmas morning. You might set one out for the Lord himself, whatever you want to do with it. But it's also a lovely family gift because it can be used for a long time, generationally, and given as a gift for a family at Christmas. I like family gifts. Um, trying to buy a gift for everyone in one family is very time-consuming and very costly. So celebrate simply, and the, the special red plate are things that we have available on the ministry's website. When I come to gift-giving, there are certainly all the gifts in the world to think about how you give them. I do buy gifts for people that are very specific uh, to each one of them. Things I know they collect, things I know they particularly enjoy. I love giving books because I love books. Um, but I also like having little gifts that I would give uh, to say thank you during Christmas. So some of those little gifts, and one of them I got, I don't remember the first, the first time I got this. It was from a friend who made it, her daughter made it for my Christmas gift. And she took an eight and a half by 11 piece of notebook paper and in bold print, she wrote Donna Otto. And then all around the edge of the eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, she wrote words that represented me. Good friend, big eyes, we had a dog named Sniffles, and she wrote, Sniffles' only buddy. Um, Pine Top is a place not far from Phoenix where you go in the summer when it's hot in Phoenix, or you go in the winter to do skiing and snow things, and we had done that together. So she took this plain piece of paper and just wrote these words. I still love this piece of stationery, and I she must have... I don't know if she gave me 25 pieces. So she wrote it in hand by herself. 
and then took it to the copy machine and made a copy of it. Well, with today's technology, you could do that on the computer and run it, and you could make one for everyone in the family for less than a couple of dollars. So consider a stationery that is very intentionally thoughtful and can be handmade. Um, I have a gift shelf as a part of my life. I have a gift shelf, actually a, a couple of shelves in a small cabinet, and there are gifts in there that I store for Christmas that I buy in case I want to give someone a candle or a book, copy of a book that I love. Many things I keep in there. Wood spoons I keep in there. Napkin rings and napkins. Um, I keep, uh, what else is in that? Um, gosh, I can't think of anything else right off the top of my head that's up there. But let me give you some ideas that are inexpensive and thoughtful. Two tea towels, Christmas tea towels, and a couple of wood spoons tied together with a piece of ribbon. A few napkins and napkin rings. Maybe the napkin rings are napkin rings that your children make. We used to make poinsettia napkin rings out of green felt with a piece of red felt across the top of it. Uh, bulbs. Christmas time is a lovely time to get a amaryllis or a narcissus bulb and put it in a pot and watch it bloom during the month of December. Also a great way to give it early. For those of you who have to give money, who just have to send a check or give cash because kids live away, family lives away, get a balloon. Uh, roll up a $5 bill, put it in the balloon, take a stick pin and put it inside the envelope and send it saying, blow up the balloon. When the balloon is blown up, pop it and the money will come out. Gift certificates, a piggy bank with money in it for a little child who's learning to save money. Savings bonds are still a good investment, and you can buy them less expensively than their face value, and kids are always glad to have that. I'm one of those kids. Maybe you have a, a niece or a nephew or a family who lives in a major metropolitan city where they use bus and traveler tokens, and you can order those and send them. A menu with money. Um, a Cracker Jack box with cash in it um, sent to a college student. Uh, wonderful way to know someone, hobby, and then buy something that goes along with the hobby. Again, gifts that are family gifts, an Advent book, the Daily Light book that's a daily reading, uh, family gifts of movies and books and games. A friend and I made a cookbook um, 30 years ago, we literally started typing our favorite recipes and punched holes in it and gave it to our friends. Um, someone you know uh, who loves an author, and you just sneak in to find out how many of that author does she already have and add to his or her collection. Aprons are great gifts to give. Aprons that you buy a plain white apron and you let the children put their handprints on them. Uh, an apron that you write notes to, uh, kind words of affirmation, a subscription to a magazine, a personalized toothbrush, lovely, inexpensive, can be done online and delivered to your house. Um, lessons. I think it's a great time to encourage a child or your grandchildren or your nieces or your nephews to give uh, 
be encouraged with a piano lesson or an art lesson or a pottery lesson and make sure that they something they're interested in and then maybe you're the one who picks up and delivers them. Uh, I did the 12 days of Christmas a number of times in my lifetime, uh, 12 little gifts that I gave to really close friends and I delivered it every day. It was a very fun thing for me to do. I haven't done it in recent years, but it was fun and it was a small way to remember someone I really cared about. One year, my husband said to me, I don't know what I'm going to give Joe Davis. And I said, oh, were you thinking about giving him some? I want to give him something myself. I don't want it to be a gift from that we buy. And I said, oh, okay. So next thing I know, he has gone into his closet And he and Joe are the same size, and he has taken one of his favorite shirts, and he's brought it in and said, do you have a box for this? And I'm looking at this thinking, this is his shirt from his closet. Like, that sounds like you're giving away your used clothing or something. I am telling you, Joe Davis is still talking about that shirt. He said things like, the man took the shirt off his back and gave it to me. So let yourself be a creative. Be inspired. Let your children be inspired. Uh, start a collection for someone, a cup and saucer collection or a coin collection or a stamp collection, miniatures. There are lots of things you can start collections. And then for the rest of your days, you can buy that item. When our grandson was born, I found um, classic novels, no, classic books like The Odyssey and um, Frankenstein and Spartacus, and I found them in what they called pocketbooks, and they were hardbound, about five inches by eight inches, and I bought 21 of them. I bought 21 of them on the first Christmas he was born. We've given him 17 of those. I have four left, and every Christmas, and I I never thought in my life he he'd be he's looks for he looks for them. He looks for them to find out which one he's going to get. I asked him one day, have you read any of them? He said, I've read two of them. And I thought, wonderful, two is two is a good start. So maybe you want to do that uh, for um, a loved one. Gift giving is a part of the celebration. Don't let the gift giving rule you. Don't let the gift giving rule you. Don't make it the primary part of Christmas. There's a very old English Christmas hymn that I've come to love very much. It's called In the Bleak, Bleak Midwinter. Frosty wind made moan. Earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone. Snow had fallen, snow on snow on snow. In the bleak midwinter, long and long ago. Angels and archangels may have traveled there. Cherubim and seraphim throng the air. But only his mother in her maiden bliss worshiped the beloved with a kiss. What can I give him, poor as I am? If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. What can I give him? I can give my heart. The melody is haunting, but every Christmas I come to it. And one year it was a song that I used as a daily reminder 
of while I have committed my life to Christ, every day I want to refresh that and say, here's my heart. Here's my heart for this day. So I'm praying for you, and I'm asking you to consider if this is the Christmas that you're going to spend for the first time being someone who says, I love Jesus most and best. I call myself a Christian. The priority to me is serving and surrendering myself to him. Perhaps the best gift that you will give is giving your heart to him. Make certain that the gifts you give have some thought and intention behind them. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of following Jesus.